0: Welcome back everyone to another episode of Red and Black presented by Northern Star Media. I'm your host and editor in chief, Wes Sanderson. I hope you are all having a fantastic day. Today's episode, we are actually going to be hoping for some better weather. As I sat down with the NIU men's golf team, head coach, John Carlson, and players Tommy Dunsire and Reese Nielsen to talk about their upcoming trip to Scottsdale, Arizona to start the 2022 spring men's golf season. You know, they had a great first half of the season playing very competitive golf, not just at their home tournament at the Rich Harvest Intercollegiate, but they closed the season out at Poppy Hills in Pebble Beach, California, taking on some of the best in the West such as Stanford, the University of Oregon, St. Mary's, and others. Um, It was a really insightful conversation, really great. You know, these guys are talking about winning a MAC championship, um, something that hasn't been done, and there seems to be a target that's on the board after last year falling to Kent State, but keeping it close. Um, So sit back, relax, enjoy these two interviews with head coach John Carlson and two of the rising stars in the NIU men's golf program, Reese Nielsen and Tommy Dunsire. And I'll see you on the other side. All right, and we are back with men's head golf coach, John Carlson. Coach, first off, how's the winter been so far? You know,
1: We've had a great winter as a team. Uh, everyone got away uh, down south. Some played tournaments, uh, some just practiced, and some just took vacation. And we're back now. We've been back for about a month and a half, working hard getting ready for our first practice trip here to Louisville this weekend, and then we head for our first team event, Desert Mountain, uh, next Friday. We look forward to uh, kicking off our spring season. So, breaking down the
0: schedule right now, you guys are starting next weekend in Scottsdale, and then schedule kind of like rounded out as what it was last year, going back to A&M. Um, then Iowa, Ohio State, and then the Macs to f- kind of round out your guys' spring season. What are each one of these fields going to give, you know, based off of what you saw in the fall
1: playing Poppy Hills and now for the guys coming in, you know, this year? Certainly ended off, uh, you know, one of the best tournaments in college golf with Poppy Hills to kind of finish our fall. And but as we look into scheduling as a program, I've got a formula that has worked uh, leading into conference championships and really kind of putting our best foot forward at the end of the year. And that's playing a pretty heavy April schedule and getting ready you know, really to head into NCAA regionals. And hopefully with this team, uh, we can, you know, find our way into the NCAA finals. I, I truly believe we have a, a team that believes we've got a veteran team. We've also got a newcomer in Ben Sluzes that uh, really adds to the lineup. But, you know, going back to, you know, kind of the way that the fields are set up, uh, you know, Michigan's field at Desert Mountain is strong um, kind of all the way through. Texas A&M, one of the better fields in college golf. Columbus and, and Iowa State has a heavy Big Ten presence, and then the MAC championship at home, White Eagle can't wait to get there uh, April 28th through May 1st.
0: What did you guys learn, or what did you learn as a coach off the fall season on how you guys performed at a bunch of new tournaments that some of the guys hadn't seen the courses to begin with?
1: Oh, we were very consistent. Uh, you know, I learned that. Uh, you know, things I already kind of knew were we had talent. Uh, we had guys that had, were proven in tournaments. Um, but some of the things that I you know, kind of learned through the process was there's a grind in this team. Uh, we overcame adversity really well. Um, rounds that we didn't finish off strong, we got up the next day and we were ready to compete. And we showed that at Poppy Hill's. Very proud of this squad for how far they've come, even from last year. Finishing second at the MAC Championship gave us some motivation coming into this year, but we're better this year. And uh, we have uh, the group that's definitely going to go out there and prove it.
0: How has... You you took a contract extension over the summer and, you know, came in after losing Jordan and Michael, and now you're having a lot of your guys come back again. Um, What is this mix of your veteran presence and now you know, new guys such as Ben, Michael, who transferred in from Butler, you know, is this different than what you'd seen your first two years here at NIU, minus just, you know, the grind that has changed now?
1: Certainly the players that we have in the program now have won tournaments at every level that they've competed at. So it's, um, when when we go tee it up in the tournaments, I feel like they know how to warm up. They know how to prepare for the event. Um, not to say that the team that I coached last year wasn't that way, because we did have some stars on that team, definitely considering Jordan Les uh, you know, had one of the better seasons in NIU history. But this team, like I said, is different. Uh, we have a great mix, um, bringing in a player like Ben Sluzes, having Reese Nielsen transfer in, having Michael Casino transfer in. The other thing that I kind of look at is when we look at recruiting, um, what are we doing? Are we doing things right? And uh, I look at, you know, they want to come and play for us. We have guys that are leading our team, like Tommy is our captain, um, doing a tremendous job. And word on the street is that NIU golf is, uh, it's on its rise, and we can't wait to show that.
0: So you didn't play a lot of the Mac schools, it seemed like, in the fall. Obviously, some came to the Rich Harvest Intercollegiate. How is the conference, from a coaching perspective, shaping up this year, you know, Top to bottom, like looking at the golf stat rankings, but from your like eyesight of it, is the MAC getting competitive or is staying competitive?
1: Well, Kent State has always had a long run, great history. Um, they can compete nationally, um, any place, anytime. But well, we, you know, stood on that 14th tee in the last round last year with a ch- an opportunity to beat them, unseat them as the champions of the conference. We didn't get it done. There's some extra motivation. I know our guys have this year because of that. Well, looking at a team like Toledo, Toledo brought in some great players. Um, they've got uh, a brother combo um, in the both Botha brothers that are both, both really good players. And they're ranked in the top 80 this year. So Kent State being ranked in the top 40, you know, we're right, we're right behind that from a ranking standpoint. But I don't feel like we are a team ranked necessarily correctly right now. We played 16 really solid rounds out of 18 rounds in the fall. And those two rounds that we played, unfortunately, they were at different tournaments, and they hurt us, um, and that hurt us in the rankings. But we uh, we strongly feel like we're going to be also standing on the 14th tee with an opportunity to win this year.
0: You guys also came home with a win of the fall too. Like so, how how was that? Like getting your first win here at NIU and taking it home. Obviously, you came home with that. But Reese, who's sitting right next to us, came home with an individual trophy
1: yeah well i i definitely had some sleepless nights thinking about we're not playing reese nielsen in the lineup what am i doing but he uh he went there as an individual um after not playing his best golf the week before and he played great one against a really good field one convincingly um that was also extra motivation for our players to go out there and finish it off the way that we did and we uh, we celebrated uh, our first team victory in, you know, decades with the program. Um, I'd love to see that same energy and momentum going down the, the last nine holes of the tournaments that we play this spring. We do need to get ourselves in contention to feel like we are going to, you know, have a chance to win our own conference championship and then head into NCAA regionals. Um, I, I'm a firm believer that uh, you have to be there and uh, you're just not gonna show up one week and play great. So we have five great opportunities leading up to the MAC championship, but it all starts this weekend. We talked about what we have to do on this practice trip to just get our, our guys ready. We have to prepare, we have to work on the right things from a scoring aspect, because we're only eight days away from know putting that first uh, putt that actually means something for our team
0: awesome well coach thanks for the time good luck out there and we will see you definitely on the grind throughout the rest of the season
1: great thanks Wes for your coverage awesome
0: Awesome. and that was men's heads golf coach John Carlson giving his evaluation of the fall performance looking back to last year as they finished runner-up in the Mid-American Conference Championship at Sycamore Hills Golf Club and looking and setting the tone pretty high for the squad to begin with. Um, You know, they seem to be very confident. As somebody who went to the meets and went to the tournaments and watched them play, uh, there's a swagger about this team um, that really shows in here. And they're starting to to put that round together and put it together in a convincing fashion that they're – they know that they're gonna compete. And I think the rest of the Mid American Conference is gonna know that too. Our next interview is with two of the players and leading members of the NIU men's golf team, Reese Nielsen and Tommy Dunsire. Tommy is the captain for this year's 2021, 2022 men's golf squad. Um we sat down and talked not just about the fall season, um, but about what they've learned in the past two s- two seasons alone um, that has really built this program into this championship contending mentality. Uh, So sit back, relax, enjoy this interview with the two of them, and we will see you at the end of this episode. All right, joining us now are two of NIU's men's golfers. We have Reese Nielsen and Captain Tommy Dunsire. Boys, how are you guys doing on this cold morning?
2: Good, good. Just got done with our workouts for the week and just getting ready to go to Louisville this weekend and get everything started.
3: Yeah, I think uh, all the boys are ready to get down, get down south and uh, play outside. I know everybody doesn't like uh, waking up too much in the cold, but uh, we're all really excited to have the itch to get down.
0: Where did you guys play over the off season so far, or during the off season? Where did you guys end up going? You went.
3: So I actually went to Columbia and then I also went to Florida for a week and then. Uh,
2: I went home uh, down to Arizona. I got to stay down there for an extended period of time because I'm taking some online classes. So uh, Coach Carlson let me stay down there for a while and got to play up in Phoenix and Tucson back home mostly.
0: Nice. Any So you're from the Arizona area, Reese. First tournament is kind of just north of your neighborhood in Scottsdale. You're from Tucson, but... Have you seen the course before, or are they all kind of pretty similar with desert golf?
2: Yeah, I've played Desert Mountain, the outlaw course that we're on, uh, a couple times now. When I was at GCU, we played it in qualifying. Um, I think it sets up really well for our team. It's uh, more of like a link-style course with desert, which is kind of weird. Um, but if you hit the ball straight off the tee, it's it's pretty, pretty straightforward, which I think um, is the strength of our team, so I think we're going to do really well down there.
3: Yeah, I mean, adding on to him, I think obviously in the past years, I know uh, we weren't as strong off the tee, and I really feel comfortable with this team going into Arizona, and going to some of the golf courses like Texas A&M, and I just know that we're going to be in the fairway, and I just feel that much more confident. And I think everybody's excited to get down there and have a chance to to win some tournaments before the MAC Championship.
0: Second year going back to Texas A&M, you guys like that golf course last year? What have you guys learned from you know just seeing it? at Traditions, like first off, Traditions, great golf course, like just yeah. aesthetically, but.
3: Yeah, I mean, I would say, obviously, we didn't we didn't play the way we wanted to. Um, previously, I know Jordan had a great great uh, tournament there, and I think we can kind of learn from him and pick his brain, and I know I didn't play the best, uh, but I know going into that, I already know the golf course. I know more uh, into it that I need to hit the fairway and you need to be in the right spots. So I think having that tournament Not succeeding kind of gives me more of a a want to go compete and and really have a chance to win at that tournament for sure.
2: Yeah, same goes for me. I mean, last year we uh, nobody on our team played the way they wanted to except for Jordan, and I think that that's a golf course that you kind of the more you know about it, the better you're going to play. And I know this year there's certain decisions that I'm going to make that uh, I didn't make last year and it's going to lead to better scores. But I love the golf course. I think it sets up really good for a team that drives the ball straight, and I don't see any reason why we can't go play well there.
0: The one difference in the schedule is you guys aren't going back to San Diego this year. Out of the places that you guys are going back to, what's the toughest golf course, Like based on your guys' strengths and weaknesses as players that you guys are worried about going back to?
3: Uh, I would say overall, I know we played – Think Pine, which wasn't too big of a struggle for us, and then I know Ohio State changed from Scarlet to Columbus, um, so I'm, I don't think many of us played there, but I think definitely Texas A&M is probably the most difficult. I mean, they set it up pretty tough. It is a really high-level uh, tournament, um, like Coach said earlier, but I think uh, that's probably one of the most difficult, but I'm not worried because I know that, like we said, I mean, we're a straight golf driver's of the golf ball, and I think as long as we're, you know, mentally there and like we're meant to be there and all that so i think i think we're excited for the challenge and uh, know that we all can compete with the best in the world
0: you think it was a little different this time going around because your this fall season you know you ended the season playing stanford oregon and all these killer teams out of the pac-12 like stanford's in the top 10. like is it different knowing that we've already hung with them and now going to play a m ou and these other top 10 uh, top 10 top 20 teams
3: for sure. I mean, I, I think with the five of us, the five guys that are going to be in the lineup, I think uh, all of us have played in summer tournaments where we're playing with guys from Stanford, from Oklahoma. So kind of now that we're playing with them, it's like we play with them. It's not, it's not a difference. So just because they have a Oklahoma bag doesn't mean they're <laughs> on a pedestal. So I think uh, going into there, I think we just knowing that we're there's no difference. We just got to shoot a score.
0: Well, you over the summer you played with. Eric Van Royen in U.S. Open sectional qualifying. Yes, yep. How how was that experience, like, playing against, you know, now a one-time PGA Tour winner and yeah. then, you know, going up against him and Angus who played, you know, two weeks later in the Walker Cup?
3: Yeah, it was. I mean, it was awesome experience. I mean, playing practice around with him and Angus it's just – you kind of realize you're like, wow, like, they're not that much different than you believe, but you, they just don't hit the shots that you see – um, like, yourself, self-hitter, like, it's just hard because you feel, like, okay, like, wow, like, I hit it pretty similar, and then all of a sudden, they're, like, eight on It's just, like, they just do, this, like, small things, Well, they're just really good putters. They're really good chippers to the golf ball, and I think if our team gets to that point, then we're going to be a top team in, uh, in college for sure.
0: Reese, you transferred in from a smaller school now into NIU. How has your game kind of developed, you know, from last year – to this, off, this fall, to the off season, like what you came home with a tournament win, like what is your personal goal coming into this season now or this end of the season?
2: I mean, I would say my personal goal is to win the MAC championship as a team and then uh, win it individually. Um, I would say when I came into NIU, I uh, hadn't played a lot of golf in this part of the country really at all. Um, and it's definitely a big change coming from the West coast to the Midwest. Um,
0: more trees, (laughs) more trees, no desert
2: (laughs) and, uh, just really just rough in general. I mean, like there's in Arizona in the winter, this time of year, there's no rough. You come here and you miss fairways and it's penalizing. Um, so you got to learn how to play golf a little bit differently and how to hit different shots around the greens, which I've done a really good job at over the last year. And I credit, coach Carlson a lot to that um and yeah it's just really you know the one thing that's grown for me is just the belief in myself to go and do it i you know now that I went out there and did it last semester um I just got to have that same mindset going into every tournament from here on out
0: what off like spiral question off of it what's worse for you hitting off a deep thick rough like you would have here or hitting out of the desert which one would you rather do because I know which one I'd rather take
2: I think for me, as long as I can get to the back of the golf ball, I'd rather hit that shot than hit out of thick rough.
3: Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on anything's in my way. um, Desert, but, I mean, yeah, I would definitely hit up desert. I feel like it's harder to control probably out of the thick rough. You don't know. Sometimes it may jump. Sometimes it may come off a little dead. So, I mean, if I have a – can I see the ball a little bit better? I'd probably prefer that one.
0: I'm more worried about scratching the clubs because I don't (laughs) get brand new ones. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, That's fair. That – Um, so we've watched a lot over the last like few weeks on the PGA tour and, you know, we see out there like golf is becoming more popular after the pandemic. Um, it's one of those things that has gotten there. How have you guys seen in terms of like student athlete experience wise for golf? Like, is it, are, are we getting to that point? Like, do you guys feel like, you know, this is just as accepting as every other sport like out there a hundred percent.
2: Um, so transferring in here, uh, me and Rocky Lombardi have become close friends because be transferred in here together and he's a golf nut and he's our starting quarterback and he, you know, he's always trying to golf. I think golf, like from just a huge, like from the outside perspective, like growing up, people kind of looked at golf as not really a sport, but now all the same people are wanting to go play golf with me all the time when I go home. So I think, uh, it's growing a lot and I think the pandemic definitely has something to do with it because they never really shut it down. Um, But yeah, I think that it's, you know, as acceptable as ever now.
3: Yeah, I I agree. I think it's definitely getting a lot younger also on tour. You know, you see guys like Joaquin, and Cameron Young fighting to win. I think that's pretty cool and gives a lot of guys in college, you know, that extra motivation. And and I think that's just because of, you know, a lot more people are getting into it and there's a lot more, knowledge about the game out there. So it's really not like, oh, there's, these people have an advantage. I think it's, you
0: know. I can hang with them. I can hang, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What got both of you guys into it? Any specific, you know, me, I met Tiger Woods at the 2008 Ryder Cup at Medina. Like (laughs) that, like, and that got me hooked. But what was it for you guys?
2: So my, uh, my dad played golf kind of a little bit when I was younger. And, uh, for me, like when I was probably eight, nine years old, my mom was like, if you want to, you can either go to the YMCA summer camp or you can go to the golf course. So for me, that was like a no brainer. I wanted to go to the golf course. (laughs) Um, and that's really how it started. And then I didn't start taking it super seriously until I had an injury with baseball. And I really just, you know, grew a love for it with the, how competitive I am. I just wanted to keep getting better and better. Um, and I'd say it worked
0: out pretty well. Being a lefty, Tiger or or Phil? So I grew I actually I, – I grew up – I don't Mike know if and, we can mention Phil's name right now, oh, given
2: everything one, yeah. going on. I, I actually grew up, like, idolizing Mike Weir, if you can believe that. <laughs> yeah, because I grew up playing, like, the Tiger Woods video games, and they never had Phil on the video games. They had Mike Weir, so he was, like, the only lefty on the game. So I always kind of, you know, idolized him and then – Whenever he'd come down to the Accenture match play in Tucson when I was younger, I'd always get a picture with him, and that was kind of, yeah, how it started. I grew up, you know, liking him, and here we are. (laughs) Yeah, for me, uh,
3: my dad got me into the game when I was probably seven or eight, and then my brother and my dad kind of started off going to the golf course, and then I kind of joined in and started competing with my brother, and I never wanted to lose to him, so I'm like, all right, I'm going to play golf and try and beat you, so... (laughs) No, started. And your brother played
0: competitively, too, at Michigan State yeah. and then came here. Yep. yep. So how how is that working out now between you and your brother? Like, you uh, guys keeping uh, tallies on the matches or no?
3: Yeah, we definitely we haven't played in a little bit, but, I mean, he definitely he doesn't like the fact that I'm going to play uh, some of the courses that we are this, this semester, and he has to go and actually work. <laughs> so I know he did, he's a little jealous of me right now, but we'll definitely stay competitive and uh,
0: keep tallies yeah. this summer. Yeah. Um, speaking of professional rankings we brought up the fact that you guys did sectional qualifying last year regional and sectional qualifyings. um i saw yesterday on social media it looks like usga has opened it up you guys planning on giving a go at trying to make it to the Brookline at the country club for the u.s open
2: that's that'll probably be the first tournament that i play in as a professional after the season's over so okay. that's the plan for me um i'm gonna go back and do it in missoula montana like i did it last year Um, I know the golf course, and I've got a lot of friends there, so it just makes more sense for me to go there.
3: Yeah, I'll be playing as an amateur, uh, and I'll be going to Lakeshore Country Club. Uh, I think it's after regionals, I want to say. So I'm excited for that one, especially after having the USAM qualifier there and missing out by one, get some revenge there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) How is that experience? Because nobody really understands the grind that it takes to get to the US Open. Um, Like... Is it just, like, for you guys, your guys' experience with it grueling or, like, super validating and rewarding at the same time? I think it's
3: awesome and rewarding. I think going to that sectional, and I I played in the one Ohio, so a lot of guys from were there and being there, I was like, this is is so cool. Like, these are the guys I want to compete against when I'm older, when I try and turn professional. Like, this is going to be my kind of an awakening. Like, all right, like, let's – we need to get better and be able to compete with them because – if you want to play professional golf, you're gonna to have to compete with them. So, kind of just get definitely gave me a good awareness and kind of built my goals up and made me like work probably way harder this uh, this off in the gym and and in every aspect of the golf game.
2: Yeah, uh, same goes for me. I mean, I went to Dallas Athletic Club and it was same kind of deal as Tommy. It was the Monday before the Colonial event, so there was a ton of guys that were playing on the PGA tour in my my section um and yeah it was crazy like we had a couple rain delays and i was just on the putting green you know uh talking to pat perez and graham mcdowell and i was it was kind of surreal uh just playing with uh, players that i watched on tv growing up how is was-
0: pat like, I, I've, I've heard I, he's a riot. I
2: love Pat. I, I mean, he's from, he's an Arizona guy. Um, he's an ASU guy. And at heart, like, I'm a Wildcat, so oh. we have that kind of issue. But other than that, I mean, he's an awesome guy. Like, he definitely welcomed in, like, the guys that got through local qualifying. He didn't have, like, like a, any of, like, a, you know, jerk persona. He was really cool. Like, I came up to him on the putting green, and we talked for, like, 10, 15 minutes. No problem at all um and yeah like it was an awesome experience I didn't play the way I wanted to play um but I think I got a lot out of it I learned a lot um I got to see in the practice rounds how these PGA Tour players play practice rounds um and I think that it helped me out this year and eventually led to me winning at Makatiwa because I think I was well prepared and I learned that from playing in, in the sectional qualifier
0: going back to this season Um, before we kind of close out, we can talk about the cap maybe for a couple minutes to close out. But um, big name on the board is just Kent State. Is that what – is that – like, what's the mantra for this, like, spring season for you guys?
3: I think it's mainly, you know, we have finally put ourselves in contention win, and we did, and and we're going to keep doing that throughout the spring semester. And I think this year is more we feel – that's ours we don't feel like we have to play our best to beat kent state we just have to play how we play and if we do that then we'll come out on
0: top for sure is it nice to have conference back kind of old stomping ground obviously the mac is like you can't play there for 12 months or whatever but it's like yeah let's be real here they're not gonna schedule it somewhere that you guys haven't played before
3: yeah no it is nice being able to like growing up playing there and my coach is, uh is out there so i've Definitely play there in the past a good amount. Knowing the course pretty well is definitely going to be a nice advantage. You
0: um, went to Naperville, didn't you? Yep, yeah,
3: did. so <laughs> it So it's literally your backyard. It's almost my backyard, that's right. <laughs> nice. So I'm excited. Reese, how about you?
2: Uh, yeah, I've got to play the course a couple times uh, last year. Um, I mean, unfortunately, I'm, we had that, like you said, that 12-month window where we can't play. So I haven't played it since last year. Um, But I think, you know, going into any tournament, if you've played it before, it's an advantage um, compared to like last year at Sycamore Hills when I don't know if anybody on our team had played there. Um, But, yeah, I think it suits our game really well. Um, And, yeah, our mindset this year is definitely different than last year. Like what Tommy said, I think this year there's more of a belief that that we can go out and win any tournament. You know, we don't have to play our best golf necessarily. As long as we stick to the game plan and execute what we're trying to do, we can go out there and win the MAC.
0: You guys are two of the older guys on the team, but how are these young guys? Like, how, how does it balance out in this team room for you guys? Having you know, some of the freshmen, yeah. Ben, who started all at six fall events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we
3: played them all. I think uh, we definitely got three or four of the guys are definitely in. We're all I think either seniors or a junior, uh, but having Ben is is awesome. He doesn't really act like a freshman, which is awesome. Uh, kind of walks around with a little swagger, and I think that helps us all. So having him around is pretty awesome and fun, uh, and I know we've all got a
0: good laugh out of having him around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's a good – like, it, it's a different mindset this year because, like, yeah. even with everybody who's coming in.
3: Yeah, like- I think he – I mean, he's a freshman, but when he shows up to terms, he's not like, oh my God, there's Oklahoma. It's it's more, it's kind of nice because you'd expect a lot of freshmen to do that, but
0: he's kind of... The cockiness might help him a little bit sometimes. The cockiness helps him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I think uh, having him come in and he's, you know, played a lot of high-level junior golf um, and then having Michael Casino come in who uh, won the Big East last year, we brought in a lot of experience, even though Ben's a freshman, I think he's really a very experienced player um and yeah like tommy said like you talk to the guy and you don't think he's a freshman you think he's more maybe a junior um i think that he's going to be a very very good player for niu the next three years awesome for
0: sure um so besides that i don't think we have anything else i guess the one question that we ask all golfers as we watch or i don't know if you guys watched over winter break the pnc but Mm -hmm. you think the cat's coming back yeah, definitely. I, yeah, I, I hope <laughs> <Definitely>. so. <laughs> do we think? Do we think the Masters?
3: Uh, I'm not sure because he said at the Genesis he was he's gonna come back, just doesn't know when. Yeah. So I think he's coming back. I just hopefully sooner than later, hopefully for the Masters, but yeah. let's see.
0: Yeah, I would I would hope to see him at the Masters. would Be awesome. Par three, at least the par three. Yeah. Like you would think that he could go out and do that, but yeah. I for mean sure. it. It was nice to see him out there. F- I think for. All golf fans, like not even just players, but oh mm-hmm. yeah. Um I, a, as a schmuck golfer, <laughs> um I think Charlie Woods at his age is it, insanely good. Mm-hmm. Like where from your is like college level, like what what did you guys see out of him?
2: I think uh Coach Carlson needs to start recruiting him right now. <laughs> That's what just I would make say. My husky. Yeah. Um I think you know it's it's insane because Like, I go home and I play with some people that have kids and they're right around that same age group and I watch them play and I think that they're really good players and, you know, they are. But then I see Charlie and it's like, this kid looks like he's hitting the ball like an 18, 19-year-old and he's what, like 11, 12 years old? I mean, it's crazy. Like, and he does the same, you know, antics that his dad does and it's, I mean, if he has half the career his dad had,
0: he'll be be all right. The fact that he's stiffed, like, no even PGA professional stiff that par three pin, and he stuck <laughs> it to like a foot and a half, and I was just like, oh. But yeah, he, yeah. he's doing things that I couldn't do at 12. No. <laughs> just,
3: I don't think many. I don't know. think just, many 12-year-olds can do that.
0: I, his dad is wearing off on him, but oh, yeah. I know you guys are busy. Gentlemen, thanks for the time. Good luck. Enjoy Louisville, and then flight out to Scottsdale next next week. Hope you guys go low and, you know, we will definitely see you guys on the grind coming up. For sure. Yeah, Thanks, thank you. Wes. Thanks for everything. Awesome. And that concludes another episode of Red and Black presented by Northern Star Media. I'm your host, Wes Sanderson. Again, thank you to Tommy Reese and Coach Carlson for taking the time. We wish them the best of luck as they start their spring competitive season Saturday, March 5th, down in Scottsdale, Arizona, at the Desert Mountain Intercollegiate, hosted by the University of Michigan. Pains me to say that name, being an Ohio State fan. But, you know, we wish them the best. We hope that they beat the blue. Um, and if you're interested in seeing NIU men's golf, you can check out their schedule on NIU huskies.com and they will be hosting the mid-American championship at white Eagle golf club this April. Um, and we hope to see everybody out there until next week. I'm your host, Wes Sanderson saying so long folks.